This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. All right, we are live for a Wednesday edition of the People's Talk Show. And as always, excited to connect midweek. This is my third day in a row of live streaming. Kind of got my juices back a little bit. So looking forward to connecting as always and sharing my two cents on what's happening. And more importantly, connecting with you guys and finding out what you guys are keeping your eyes on, as well as, as it says here, going through some of today's headlines and uh, just sharing with you things that caught my attention. And so beyond... Uh, concerns about the banks, which is picking up. Just uh, saw a release that the BT BTFP will be canceled in March. That's going to be some liquidity problems for the banks. Then what else? We got the invasion in the Middle East. Officially, we're officially at war with excursions in Iraq and Yemen. And so, yeah, uh, what else is going on here? We got um, more manipulation in the metals market, more euphoria over the ETF game. It, it just goes on and on. Never a dull moment. And um, we'll love to find out what you guys are keeping an eye on. So feel free in the chat or when the phone lines open up to uh, let me know what you guys are keeping your eyes on so we can try to just make sense of everything and talk ourselves through these things. And of course, look for opportunities in between. And so, uh, yeah, let's dive right in, man. So as always, let me give it a second. Hopefully more people are notified. Trying to be more consistent, 9 p.m.-ish, and uh, hoping that helps more people plug in if they can. But as always, more people tend to watch the replay uh, the next day, I guess due to the time or whatever, whatever. But anyway, appreciate you for blessing with your presence. As always, definitely feel free to leave thoughts, comments, ideas in the chat or in the comments section. I'll try to get to them when I can. And what else? I got, let me see here. I got a total of ooh, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, tabs open may not get to all of them but i'll definitely focus on the most important ones i think uh, heading into march ish which happens to be about the banks and uh yeah so we got jay checking in we got low blood pressure barlight broker what else we got here we got uh from yashaba and checking in as well we got daryl checking in uh, bonnie checking in uh demetra checking in as well peace all right man appreciate you and so for those who have not checked in with us via chat Take a minute. Let us know where you're watching from. The goal is to definitely 
be able to connect a lot of us together via just the chat at worst case scenario, or if you call in or if you do face to face, just would love to uh, be able to connect with each other and basically just, you know, get to know each other a little bit better. So don't be shy. Definitely reach out in the chat and let me know uh, where you're watching from. Any first time viewers, as always, you're welcome to let me know what's going on. All right. So what else we got going on here? Okay. So let me, uh, before I move forward, let me just uh, try to play with some artworks and graphics or whatever on my end here, just to make things look a little bit more professional and sharp. But uh, if you guys have not, definitely hit the thumbs up button, show your love for the channel, as well as make sure you subscribe on YouTube with the bell notification, as well as follow on Rumble and make sure you click that notification as well so we can always stay plugged in. And uh, let me just, uh, what else I got going on here? Yeah, just uh, working on my stuff here. So, okay, I don't want to waste your guys' time and I want to make sure I get into some um, get some calls in and maybe get some face to face. So as you guys can see, when the phone lines open up and we actually get to the face to face, I already put the link beneath this video here so you can tap it, plug in for a quick minute, share some thoughts so far in doing this, got a couple good, got a couple people to, you know, step up to the plate and let their presence be felt. And it's always appreciated to be able to speak to people directly face to face. It's better than just a voice out in the wind, but, uh, I'll take whatever I can get. All right, let me just start wasting time. Let's get to the nitty gritty. All right, so as always, I want to make sure I big up my people at fourpatriots.com forward slash RTD when it comes to emergency preparedness. And so if you guys click the link down in the description here, it'll take you to this page here. We get a chance to see the most latest deals. They're always updating things. And it just gives you a chance to see what they offer. And if it's of interest, feel free to have at it. They have a variety and assortment of foods of different formats from the packs, the cans. I'm actually going to put some stuff on the shelf so you guys can see what I'm talking about. They got the coolers, the all types of gadgets or whatever, all designed to help you prepare for whatever might come in the future because you never know when stuff might jump off. And it's also, they also have the 2000 watt solar generator for those who are interested. Feel free to check them out. Just an option for those who might be looking for some sustainable devices to, to protect yourself in worst case scenario. So, okay, let's jump right at it, man. Okay, so I'm gonna just jump right in what caught my attention. And so earlier today, uh, just skimming through the social media sphere, I came across this interesting article here. And what stood out to me is not only I think it was was it yeah Monday night I talked about the issues content creators are having with social media and how literally social media has changed drastically. And before I get into this article here, just to let you know what else you know content creators are facing. So right now on every mainstream platform the primary ones, TikTok, or not TikTok, but IG, Facebook, YouTube, and there's another one. They're all basically making it optional now, but mandatory that every content creator verify with their ID. So literally, I've been on these platforms for a decade now, but all of a sudden now they want me to scan my picture and give them proof of this, proof of that as a part of getting me into the digital world that I'm already in, but they want to know exactly who I am. And they, they're putting this into play, in my opinion, well before the you know this summer when they're going to make it mandatory because this presidential cycle, they're going to make sure they want to know who and where everybody's logging in from, even though they know my IP address and everything in between. And so if you don't verify, you will be censored. And that's why the channel has grown stagnant on top of other things. But most people aren't notified because I'm not verified. So they're not going to promote me or push me or allow me to 
have free reign on their platform and it's a way of them restricting me. So every youth platform I'm on right now, except Rumble, has put a clamp on your boy. So just so you guys know, this is what I'm facing on my end. But back to this article here. All right, let me just come in just a little bit here. It says, ECB ask some lenders to monitor social media for early signs of bank runs. And so it's just January 24th on this article here. The ECB, they're already in a recession. (laughs) And so what we're going to experience is more pressure from the monetary forces that be that try to go through the commercial banks, which is what this is about, to make sure they're in contact with social media uh, platforms so that they can track and trace and see in real time what people are sharing on social media. And as of right now, the biggest hiccup, what appears to be the biggest hiccup in their plans is utilizing Twitter now known as X because Elon Musk is playing hardball and not complying with a lot of the regulatory frameworks in the ECB. But if it's happening in the ECB, you better believe it's coming to the U S sooner than later, especially with this presidential cycle coming up. And so what does that mean? That means less of the ability to share your free thought and utilize free speech on all these platforms because anything that comes across the internet at this current moment belongs to either a publicly traded company or it belongs to a private entity that has the right through their terms of in terms of use and service can literally close down anything that resembles truth for their own agenda and you better believe they're doing it and it's going to rank it's going to really rank rack up in this upcoming spring and summer because of the this presidential cycle being the last of the last of its kind i leave it at that but real quick i'll thumb through this and get to as many headlines as i can so you guys can call in and let your voice be heard so i want to make sure i play i want to pay special attention to this because there's a lot of interesting things here but uh, bear with me. It says the European Central Bank has asked some banks to closely monitor activity on social media uh, to detect a worsening in sentiment, which could lead to a deposit run, says two bank executives with knowledge of the request told Reuters. European regulations have sharpened scrutiny of banks' liquidity after the collapse of uh, Silicon Valley Bank and Credit Suisse in March of last year. The people said requesting anonymity due to the discussions are private. So scrutiny of banks' liquidity. The banks are insolvent. They're underwater. They don't have enough deposits in relation to their total debt outstanding to where they are literally hemorrhaging. And then that plays into the BTFP, what we're going to talk about in a second, because literally it looks like the Fed is pulling a plug on purpose. And you better believe it won't just stop here in the U.S. It's already trembling over there. It says here, bank runs into financial trouble if clients rush to pull deposits at the same time. Because they're not fair. In October 22, in October 2022, a social media post from a journalist saying that a quote major international investment bank is on the brink led to a run on Credit Suisse. So they're basically saying because of a post, they're blaming it on the post. How about the fact that the fraudulent scam was exposed? No matter how it was exposed, whether it was through an actual social media post or it was just a matter of the fact that people were realizing that what, what, what was happening in the U.S could happen in Europe. So they tested Credit Suisse. And of course, Credit Suisse was exposed for being, you know, basically insolvent. And it says here, with clients withdrawing more than 100 billion Swiss francs or $116 billion by the end of the fourth quarter of of that year. So the speed at which clients yank deposits has triggered a debate globally. So this is just not a European thing. All banks and 
especially the two big to fail banks are now trying to work around some things. And there's even talk of new regulation coming into play due to the lack of capital restrictions that were removed in 2020. So the banks are still it's not being talked about on mainstream news, really. But it says under the current regulation, institutions can withstand sudden liquidity shocks. And so I would be more truthful. Institutions cannot withstand sudden liquidity shocks and whether new rules might be needed. So literally, liquidity shock will take place after March if the Fed follows through with what they are talking about doing. Then it says here in March, the EBA and an independent European agency, which carries out work in banking and financial sector, called an irrelevant called on relevant regulators to assess risk, including social media that could contribute to a deterioration in the public perception and reputation of the institution. So basically, because people are waking up to the fact that the banking system is a scam and a fraud that they're solving, there's nothing there. They're now panicking. And so they're saying that to contribute to a deterioration in public perception and reputation of institutions, the cat's out the bag. And last March, what happened in here, in this country here, exposed the fact that there's problems. So social media accounts will be monitored heavily in Europe. And it's good to say here as well. And don't be surprised if stuff get flagged or your account get deleted or there's a mysterious hack or a cyber event that comes along with that. So, okay. So that's just the social media side of things. Keep an eye on that. And while I'm at it, let's get right to the more important things. Let me just find, make sure I got my, I got so many tabs open. Bear with me here. I got so many tabs open. Let me uh, get myself together here because I got too many tabs open. <laughs> and uh, let me uh, get my next tab. Do, 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 do. Give me one second here. Ooh, that's a good article. Good article. I got some good ones here today. I got some good ones today. Um, actually, let me shoot. Man, I didn't even I didn't even grab it. Let me. Uh, what was I doing? Yep. It, uh, give me one second. Give me one second. Excuse me. As always, for those who are plugged in, definitely um, let me know what's on your radar. Talk amongst yourselves in the chat. Don't let this good time go to waste. All right. So I just went went to went to Twitter sphere and um, typed in the latest here because I didn't have a chance to actually. But you know, this literally is somewhat fresh off the press. Let me just open up my screen here so I can show you what I'm looking at here. Okay, so you just type in, I just typed in BTFP and with that, I'm able to see what's happening in, in, in the news right now. So let me scroll down here. Let's get right into it. So this is uh, as of literally about an hour and a half ago, which was released at 7 p.m. today from the Federal Reserve. So this is a highlight of the official Federal Reserve documentation here. And if I can move my screen over just a tad bit, let me go so I can read what I'm looking at here. So because this plays into the banking sector, it's all interconnected. Everything revolves around keeping confidence in the banking sector. Once that goes, all hell breaks loose. Okay, it says, this is from uh, Eric. Let me just see who this guy is here. He's a founder, got 100,000 followers, EBPF Research. So, you know, he followed heavily. So I take him at his word. It says here, the Fed announced the bank term funding program will cease making new loans on March 11th. The interest rates on the new BTFP loans has been adjusted so that 
the so the rate on new loans from now on from not from through the program expiration will no will be no lower than the interest rates on reserve balances uh correct move so here we have btfp at its current nature being ended and then moving forward they're going to lower the rates so that there's no arbitrage opportunities for the big banks to basically borrow from this program here then park it at the fed make that little bit of a spread like they've been doing for the last mm, year or almost a year rather so what did this mean this means that now the liquidity spigot will be turned off for the regional banks the smaller banks the ones that are currently experiencing the most difficulties due to the commercial real estate crisis is underweight right now on top of all the other you know you know uh, credit card delinquencies car payments all the debt that was basically taken out during the happy-go-lucky times of there being unlimited funds low interest rate borrowing periods all that debt now is coming due and so the banks that benefited most from the BTFP were the smaller regional mom and pop banks because GSIBs, they have the one, they're the ones that parked all their funds during the times of plenty, i.e. stimulus times, into the reverse repo situation, which also will be pretty much drained by marches. So where was all, where has all the capital gone? And then where will the new capital come into play? And that's where the likelihood of some type of event occurring between now and March that will force the federal reserve to say everything was fine you know the banks were li liquefied you know the btfp was about to come to an end the reserve re reverse repo was like still had funds in it but then this event happened to where we needed to reverse course and now pivot and slash and cut rates and here we go again qe so literally they're laying a framework saying that things are fine when actually they're panicking in my opinion behind the scenes just because everybody realizes that you know the damage has been done and so with this BTFP now basically been, been halted, that means no mom and pops banks, smaller banks being able to get access to capital, even though they're still underwater. Interest rates are still extremely high. And then the, the GSIBs have benefited the most off of that little arbitrage spread I talked about there. But then again, they're also the most liquefied just because they're sitting on trillions upon trillions of dollars. And the GCFs are the shareholders of the Federal Reserve, so they're going to always be fine. So what would I do? It's going to cause more of the regional, smaller banks, probably those banks that are under the you know, not considered GCF or more is like, I think the, the criteria was $500 billion or more put you in that that uh, systemic, systemic risk category. But if you were 300, 200 or lower, you were able to uh, not be considered a threat to the global economy and now that i'm thinking about it let me give me one second here let me find my ah man it's been a minute bank ah bank let me see here uh, here we go okay uh, all right so real quick here since i got my thoughts flowing somewhat freely let me so this just came to mind here i talked about this when everything kind of broke loose with the banking situation last spring. And so this is just a chart here of the top 20 banks in the U S and U S total assets. So JP Morgan Chase is number one with 3.3 trillion. So these are all the systemically important banks here. Then you get down here where was uh, Silicon Valley was 212. Then we had uh, first Republic bank was 198 Huntington banks, 178. So literally the bottom tier of these here, which were below the 300 ish, are the ones that are definitely, definitely taking advantage of the BTFP. And if that ends, what will they do? Because the problems are even 
greater than they were then. So, yeah, if the emergency program was set up to keep confidence literally for that one-year window, nothing's changed. It's got only gotten worse. So what do they see or what do they are they planning for that the rest of the world will be forced to find out about? So we will see. Okay, let's keep it moving. Uh, I see people trying to check in on the face-to-face. Not doing that right now. And only way I'll have you on face-to-face is if I see your face. So just a little heads up. So hold off until the invitation is extended. Okay, here. Here's another article that uh, plays into the current crises that we're facing as well as the rest of the world. It says, soft landing means top 1% gets record stock prices while you get stuck with inflation analyst says. <laughs> so whatever this landing scenario that they're trying to play out and use as a narrative to, I guess, determine how the economy moves forward or doesn't, the beneficiaries have already taken chips off the table. We talked about that before. Every Uber billionaire that's a part of the the big seven that's propping up the entire equities market, you got the the FANG stocks, you got Facebook, Apple, Amazon, Netflix, Google, all those companies, all the people, are, they took some chips off the table. So they're, they took the chips off the table to build the bunkers <laughs> and buy everything else they need for what they probably are told is coming. Um, one, uh, Maloney Investments. Appreciate you, man. Uh, let me appreciate the love there. It says here, Mike, have you heard of the Phoenix event coming in 2040? It happens every 138 years. The caller from Oakland spoke on it the other day, but don't don't think he knew he was speaking of the Phoenix event. Um, Outside of the the, the solar flare information that, you know, TB, the person you're referring to mentioned, I don't dive too deep into it. So uh, feel free if if it's in, in line with that type of stuff there feel free to add more to it so we can all be informed just because i don't have a chance to follow that so educate me more but the solar flare stuff according to what's been shared with us definitely a real event on top of the other events that humanity faces so um but appreciate you and feel free when the phone lines open to call me and you know educate me a little bit okay real quick i'll thumb through this it says uh whatever i'm not uh, yeah okay so uh, yeah but i i just kind of Share my two cents on that. Let's keep it moving. Okay, uh, real quick, go through just more headlines, man, and then we'll get to the phone lines. It says, China unexpectedly cuts required reserve ratio in desperate bid to contain their market collapse. And so, once again, coming from the West, we got to take this with a grain of salt, even though these metrics here indicate that uh, there has been a lot of cutting. It says reserve Required reserve ratio for most banks, for small banks, and for commercial banks. So clearly, the you know here in the U.S., banks to too big to fail banks. So banks here cut the reserve reserve ratios uh, in 2020, and it looks like they pretty much didn't cut, but they're cutting now. So as we're witnessing here, the goal is basically to free up more capital so that it can be put to good use to prop up the stock market that's crashing. So uh, will it work? Don't know. A lot of people say that the Chinese banking crisis, stock market crisis has a lot to do with Trump and the likelihood of him being reelected again. And if he's reelected again, he's going to go hardball on China like he did during his term, which is not going to be good for business there because he's going to be 
America first policy, which means that China gets less business. He'll put taxes, tariffs, all the stuff he did when he was in office. So people saying that the market's reacting to that preemptively. So I don't believe it one bit. So anyway, I could just go through. uh, There was another. There was the last one. This is a different article. But it says here that the cut was was announced unexpectedly by the People Bank of China Governor Pan Gongsen during a press conference on Wednesday in Beijing and sends a signal that the officials are eager to curb the stock market sell off while also stepping up support for the broader economy. So basically, if the banks don't have to hold as much, (laughs) they can put more out and lend, make more loans and stuff like that to get the juices flowing or get the wheels turning as if that's going to really keep this thing going. And so the crazy part, not the crazy part, because you guys know, but just to think like if no currency, if no new currency is created like continuously, all they're forced with are trying to deal with and reshuffle the deck of cards they have now to deal with the current problems that have been taken out during times of ease. So now they're trying to play catch up to maintain current economic standards when you can't do it because the debt has already been extinguished and utilized and taken out and it's, it's time to pay the interest now and the, and the capital and the principal back on some of that, which requires new currency. So it's like, you're going to always need new currency to pay off the old debts because a debt don't come into existence unless somebody signed a signature, which is the currency that's been brought into existence. Yeah. Okay. <sighs> yeah. Definition of a Ponzi scheme. And then here's another little article here to just highlight more on what's happening. It said Fed rake heights Rate, rate hikes have made borrowing greenbacks costlier and push more firms to de-dollarize, a think tank says. So I'm thinking, do you really need to be a part of a think tank to realize that hiking rates makes the dollar more uh, earnious on other nations, therefore putting pressure on their currencies, forcing their issues, which requires them to take out more debt in dollar terms, don't don't that would not put everybody in a, in a booby trap type of situation where you would definitely want to figure out ways to get it from underneath underneath the boot of the dollar. But it says here, Fed hikes cycle has made dollar credit more expensive and scarcer. Chinese yuan has benefited the most, given it that it's that its borrowing costs are considered by considered lower. That's why they're trying to spread the yuan everywhere, and other nations are willing to take it, especially now the IMF put in the basket to where it's acceptable as a alternative medium of exchange because it's a part of the was it a seven seven uh, Dixie basket currency. So it says for the first time in two decades, it's considerably cheaper to pursue short-term borrowing in the yuan than in the greenback. So you just so just the fact that the way that the U.S. has responded with this current debt cycle inflation fighting whatever qt methods has basically put more of a spotlight on the yuan to where that kind of plays into why other nations are willing to take out loans in the yuan because it allows them to pay off their debts and to buy dollars to then go further into debt (laughs) anyway yeah you can't make this stuff up man just more interesting stories here it says fed should stop quantitative tightening, reduce interest rates soon, Bill Gross says. So he went on to talk about just the unsustainable course the U.S. is on. And if it was up to him, I would stop quantitative tightening. The co-founder and former CIO of Pacific Investment Management said on Bloomberg Tuesday when asked what he would do differently if he were leading the Fed. He said that is just not a correct philosophy and the policy at this point in time to continue tightening quantitatively. 
Gross added that the central bank should lower rates over the next six to 12 months. And so, yeah, I'll leave that alone. But a billionaire coming out basically saying what he would do. Stop QT, go back to QE. We can't do QE forever. We can't make currency cheap forever. It, it already destroys what little bit of purchasing power is left. So that's, that's the system, though. And then here's another little something from Dave Kranzler here. And this has to do with the, uh, you know, activity in the gold market today. And so what, what Dave Kranzler, what he mentioned was, uh, as you guys can see here, it says the Asian markets was opening up. And of course, the price of gold went along with it. And then, of course, early a.m. in the morning over here, the Crimex opens and look what happens. A slam down. And so this is basically what is reflected on this little chart right here. Let me go back here with the gold activity day. And we're going to see we're going to see activity like this for quite some time. We got up to 2035. And then, of course, 844, 930. Called Crimex, boom, <laughs> down to what was that? Twenty twelve. So that twenty dollar mark just looks so steep, doesn't it? But that's just the world we're in, and I I'm more than convinced now, man. For some reason, that regardless of what market conditions look like, how fraudulent the numbers we've been given really are. As I say before, gold and silver, man, they can't let it go, and so it's one of the things where, as a person who encourages people to get their weight up. I also can understand how now and in the next couple months, even years, it can be very challenging for people to continue to accumulate and the world around them is changing due to higher CPI figures, which is definitely going to be coming and everything else to where you look at it, real sound money that is not responding in accordance to the issues the world is facing to where you can be discouraged, dip into your insurance policy sooner, or just stop all together and say the hell with it. You know, saying so let me go ahead and, especially if they cut rates, I mean they're gonna reallocate capital, easy easy money, debt gonna go up. You're gonna be tempted to go jump into stuff to ride that train up as well. But realizing whatever is going up after this pivot is coming, it's a reflection that the currency is just being destroyed that much faster. So just you know, stick with it, stay stuck, hold your horses, everything. In the end monetarily speaking, will reflect very positively. But between now and the end, gold and silver ain't going nowhere. <laughs> I'd be very surprised if they allow it to break or there'd be some cracks in the manipulation process, futures, uh, the banks, the vaults, or whatever. They're going to find a way to keep their foot on it. But then again, <laughs> the banks do want Bitcoin, <laughs> the ETF, to pop. So just a little hint there, what will pop, what will pop first you know what I'm saying? No financial advice here, but just if you know where they want the funds to flow, hopefully you are ahead of the ahead of the rush. That's just my opinion. Okay, I'm rambling too much. Um, let me get to a couple more articles, man, and then I'll open the phone lines up. Um, yeah, so here's another little interesting story here. U.S. commercial real estate is suffering one of the steepest, steepest price declines in at least half a century, the IMF warns. So, Who's the issuer of all this basically non-performing debt? 
that's been taken out to further expand the American way of life <laughs> through credit. It's the regional banks, the smaller banks, the mom and pop commercial credit union type banks that took all the risk. And then they're cutting off the spigot to the BTFP in March. Literally, that's going to stranglehold more banks. So expect more chaos. And it won't, just won't be stuck. It just won't stop in the commercial real estate side of things. The downtown areas are already empty. A lot of places. You better believe it's going to spill out into the residential side of things because the people who used to work downtown and all these buildings that are not empty, who may have the work at home type opportunities, employers are laying off like crazy. And I, and let me just, uh, let me share some, let me just, since I'm here now, let me uh, share some figures with you if I can. Yeah. So here's another little side note. So a lot of these companies here, they bought and own, possess skyscrapers, buildings, and an assortment of properties where they used to house employees. But due to conditions of you know this nature, they're laying off drastically. So empty empty buildings means less profit, means default, which means restructuring, which means companies feeling pressure from shareholders because shareholders come before loyalty to employees and everybody else. That means more downsizing, more unemployment. Unemployment means more pressure on people being able to pay their mortgages within their, you know, within the residential side of things. And we're going to have more of a hiccup. So the domino is just do, 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 do. Those are the type of conditions we're facing. Layoff announcement in 2024 so far. This is from Geneva Roach, a CFA. I follow her. She's, you know, pretty knowledgeable with hers. It says Twitch cuts 35%. Unity Software 25%. Brex 20%. Discord 17%. Wayfair 13%. Rio Games uh, 11 uh, Duolingo 10%. Rent the Runway 10%. We got eBay cut 9%, BlackRock 3%, Citigroup cuts 20,000 rolls. I think it's over two years. Google cuts 1,000. Amazon cuts several hundred rolls on top of them adding in the, the, the robots and stuff like that. So, you know, all this stuff is interconnected. All this stuff is interconnected. It's all interconnected. No way to avoid it. Commercial real estate leads to more layoffs than residential, yada, yada, yada. Okay. On a political front, real quick. Um, it looks like the New Hampshire, overwhelmingly, overwhelming, overwhelmingly Trump. But what is Nikki Haley doing? What does she think she's doing? So clearly, she's not actually participating on behalf of the GOP, <laughs> for whatever that's worth, because she's sticking with it. And it says here, 70% of Nikki Haley voters are not registered Republicans. So literally, she's in, in cahoots with the other side because they're coming over to support her, which is allowing her to continue to think that she's going to actually go some another state, I think South Carolina's next, and actually can you know be a contestant to show up against Trump. And apart from the fact she has the backings of all the NGOs, the banks, and a lot of people from the East uh, that would love to see her just basically just make it appear as if like the American people will actually support her because of what she stands for. But one thing that came to my mind about this whole political charade just with the GOP is that literally she's a paid shield that this upcoming South Carolina, like more than likely if she sticks around, she's obviously funded by people who want her to stick around just to throw a wrench in the plans and a smooth sailing that Trump would have. But literally don't be surprised if they somehow sneak her a win in one of these States that she's going to be, in, you know, going to be continuing to, to, to try to run in and they're going to try to make it look like, you know, oh, it's coming down on a GOP. She got 
she, you know, Trump three states, she got two states. Oh, it's going to be a tie. Just bread and circus, like 313 Wayne said last night. Like, literally, like, it's it's all about the bread, man. Whoever's funding her is keeping her in this, and they're keeping her to basically just mess with Trump, whatever that's worth. Okay. Truckers convoy heads to Texas to put a stop to Biden's border madness. So this is from Representative Keith Self. Keith Self, let me find out more about proudly serving Texas third congressional district. He tweeted, there will be a take our border back multi-day trucker convoy from the January 29th to February 3rd. Routes will end at Eagle Pass, Texas, Yuma, Arizona, and San Ysidro, California. So the truckers are going to be back at it again. So you better believe whenever there's a gathering of like-minded people that goes against the grain, they're going to be infiltrated with three-letter agency paid shields to basically make it look like, <laughs> I can't even say it, but, you know, the first, the you know what happened January in January in 2020 and all the stuff that came from that can happen at any one of these events that good good intention Americans have at trying to just gather freely, peacefully to let their voice be heard. They're going to be infiltrated every single time. You can believe that. All right. Let's keep it going. All right. Let's keep it going. Let's keep it going. Let's keep it going. Um, what else we got here? Okay. Let me get to one, one or two more articles here. Uh, what, what time are we looking at? Oh, we had 36 minutes. Okay. So yeah, I may not get to any more articles. Uh, let me see if there's anything else I needed to make sure I touched on. Uh, I think I touched on everything that I need to touch on because I hate when I, Oh, here's another good one. Here's another good one. Give me a second here. This is another good one here. This is another good one. Um, Arizona. So last night I, I played a little sound, or I meant to play the sound bite. I'm assuming you guys all probably heard it. But we got the chairman of the GOP, Jeff, basically in a room with Kara Lake uh, and basically trying to bribe her, talking about people from the East would love to see you. Just take a pause, sit back. We'll make sure you're compensated. We'll take care of you. Then she was like, I'm not going to quit. I'm not going to stop and fight for our country. They're going to kill me, yada, yada, yada. So it looks like Arizona GOP chair resigns over leaked audio, revealing attempt to bribe Carrie like not to run for Senate. And so once again, if you listen to that, his this resignation here basically confirms that he was officially trying to bribe her. And the three or four things that was mentioned there is enough to really, 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 if we had an honest, true rule of law that we could actually trust, but you can't trust no, no, nobody at this time. Unfortunately, no agencies, nobody's real, 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 real. Just going to like call this man on the carpet and just try it for treason. Like literally like he was, he's working for people in the East and he's trying to pay a, a potential candidate to, to, to not run. To me, that it's like that's like some like some treasonous type, you know, punishable by death penalty type stuff. But then again, I'm not a law type of person, but it just goes to show that there are people from the East with big pockets that is running the show and we're not going to hear much else about it. So, okay, that's all she wrote. (laughs) All right, man, Uh, let's get into it, man. So let's. uh, Let's get to some calls. I'm going to open the phone lines. And also, I see that, uh, as you guys can see, there's a number. 
give your boy a call and let me see here. I had somebody waiting on me. I'll see if they come back in a minute. But in the meantime, feel free to share thoughts, ideas, suggestions in the chat and we can make it work, man. We can make it work. Um, yeah, just lots of things out here, man. The banking situation, I think, you know, come March, man, like heading to spring, it's just stuff to keep an eye on, you know, and stuff to keep an eye on. And as always, everybody knows that beyond that threshold of $250,000, you're all, you're, you're like, you know, that you stand to lose everything. And then un, un, even underneath that, outside of being uh, restricted on how much you can get out if something happens, like literally, like just based upon what happens in other countries, especially in Cyprus back in 2000, was it 13, where bail ends? Like, you know, what is considered yours is really theirs. And if it's a scramble to liquefy the banks, which will be will be a problem because they're cutting off the spigot come March with the BTFP for with those loans, there could run, there could be a chance of a liquidity issue to where the banks need to reliquify their balance sheets with creditor deposits. And then that will lead to restrictions on what you can have. And even if you read the Dodd-Frank bailout procedures, the Treasury, I think, and another entity will help resolve those issues by giving depositors shares into the restructuring of the banks with a little bit of cash on top. So you're going to get more you're going to get more shares in the banks that are failed that failed than you will probably own cash. So. That's another possibility as well. Okay, let's talk. Let's talk. Hello, Carlos. Oops. Hello. Hey, Mike. It's Troy from OKC. Troy, what's going on, my friend? Give me some good news. You there? Hello. Uh oh. Should be good to go. Everything on my end is good. You there? All right, give me a call back. Hello, Carlos, where are you calling from? This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust, or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Man, am I not good? What's going on here? What's going on here? Give me, some, give me something. Everything looks good on my end, people. Hello? Hello? All right, let me get to uh, oh, LBP. Shit, Give me is. something quick, man. What's going on with you? How you doing? Hey, hey look, I, I got rats in my house. Mike, look. Holy. You got a rat? That's your dog? <laughs> yeah, look, I got rats in my house, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> What's going I on with you, man? There you go. Hey, Mike. Hey, hey can you hear me clearly? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Hey, how you how, how you gonna do bank runs when no no one's got money in the bank, Mike? <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, they wouldn't be open still if people wouldn't have their their checks deposited there. 
So the people who are working, they got automatic deposit. That was a part of the game that was switched up 10, 15 years ago. So them checks still flow into the bank. So whoever's employed more than likely got some type of automatic deposit. So those people are the ones who may not be able to get access to their cash. Uh, Mike, as soon as it gets in there, it's out, you know? Like, my paycheck <laughs> lasts about two seconds in there. <laughs> oh, man. And, and, that, and, that, and that happens for a lot of people. Yeah, so that's just, yeah. <laughs> what else going on with you, man? Not much, Mike. Just trying to survive here. Waiting for the end, Mike. It never comes. It's, I'm getting Thank frustrated. You. I'm going to vote Biden. Biden. I'm gonna vote Biden. Uh, uh, I want I want it all to destroy, and I want everything to go. You know where? So I'm, I'm, uh -huh. I, I think about voting Biden. <laughs> You're gonna vote Biden to speed it up, huh? Yeah, Mike. I'm I'm getting too impatient right now. Hey, man. I like I always say. You know what I'm gonna say, man? Like I'm in no rush to get to where they want this to go because it ain't gonna be pretty. It ain't gonna be pretty. So. I, I, you know, like, as I mentioned before, like to, right now is considered good times in compared to where things could be if Claude Schwab and his buddies succeed in their agenda. You know oh. what I'm saying? Let me let me talk to you about that. I, I listened to Malay in Spanish because I speak Spanish and okay, I understood everything he said. And then th there was another guy. He was there. Like, I don't know if it was a fake video or was real. He, and then he had mm -hmm. a black guy the next day. He, he was punking everybody. And then the next day, he had a black eye. Did you see that guy? Uh, no. What was his name? I, no? I don't know. I know. I don't remember, Mike. I just saw, like, two clips. So I don't know if it was a guy just making fun of it or it looked like it was a legit video. But anyways, what do you think of all that? Is that controlled opposition or are they for real? Are they really going to do something? I don't, I, I, I'm iffy about it. So so give me, so so explain to me again, once again, like, like, the, the the guys you're talking about. What what was it about? What was it? Give me the totality of everything. Because I heard what you said about okay. what Okay, well well, well Melee, Melee, you know the president of oh. Argentina? Yeah. He was in Spanish. He he sounded like that okay. uh, uh, he sounded like Ron Paul, you know, to the tenth power, you know? Yes, and, okay. And and he was rubbing yeah. it into their face. You know, they were rubbing his no their noses in it, but I don't know. Why, why would they let that guy even talk? You know, a, a, so it could be multiple things. Political theater, as far as like you know, he's a new guy in the club, and they want to they want to they want to court him to join their agenda. So what we saw was a twenty three minute you know speech, which sounded very patriotic, libertarian, everything between, because he listed and explained the problems verbatim throughout history. It's a fact. The state is a problem. Okay, but now he's a part of the state. So by him being over there, you better believe when he got off stage and the night parties they had, the, the, the night meetings they had where he sat down with all the other globalist guys and they, they try to talk some sense into him, we'll see if he stick to his guns or if it was just show. Because definitely got a lot of people excited. Oh, he sounds like Ron Paul in, the, you know, in Spanish. Okay, but once again, look at the world. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, one guy can't change the world. So, you know, there's too much. They stand to lose too much by letting Argentina go backwards to sound money or give them options as far as legal tender, whether it be Bitcoin, gold, silver, whatever. They're not willing to lose that one country because that'll just slow them down. So I'm very skeptical of Melee. But then again, I'm hopeful that he's legit. That's all I can say. You know, I hope he's legit, but I wouldn't hold my breath. <laughs> That's yeah. just me. Yeah. And, and one last thing, Mike. You, you know yeah. who Boris Johnson is, right? Uh, yes. Okay, put him up side by side in a picture with Melee, 
It looked like they got the same barber. I think Stevie Wonder cut both the hair. Yeah, boy. <laughs> that was a good one, man. <laughs> hey, man, appreciate you calling in, man, as always. All right, Mike. Have a good night. Thanks for taking my That'd call. Good. Yeah. Good stuff, man. Um, <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, forgive me. I did miss some calls. Hopefully, I get. I hope I can get the calls in. Everything's working on my end. You see the number three one three four six two zero zero two seven. And I'll, while you guys are at it, hit the thumbs up button. Show your support for the channel. Uh, as much love with the thumbs up will be appreciated. And uh, what else we got? So thoughts, some thoughts, ideas, chats, some topics in the chat, man. What we got going on? Um. All right, we got somebody else joining us. Who we got here? Who we got, my friend? What's your name? Hey, what's up, man? This is Joshua from New York, man. You hear me? Joshua from New York. I got you, man. What's on your mind? Hey, man, these fools is drunk, man. They high, man. They just worried about Friday night. They're not prepared to the future, man. I heard you talking about them bunkers that uh, people are digging up, man, and people don't understand mm -hmm. that the shit is really going to hit the fan, man. You know, I've been, I've been paying to this shit ever since I heard about Illuminati, Freemasons. I've been, mm -hmm. uh, I've been paying attention, man, and it seems like what they got for us uh, is, is not freedom. It's not global citizenship. I think it's slavery, suffering, and and depression, man. You know, even even now, man, I'm watching. I watch your podcast all the time, man. Every live, every video, I give Appreciate a thumbs up. All of that, man. But I wanted to say, hold on. Let me let me get in the camera. I'm stocking up, man. Day by day. Okay. Okay. Yeah, good. I don't know about the gold and silver yet, man. But you know, I live in New York, so a lot of this stuff has got a lot. But I heard what you said. Three days, you said the supermarket is gonna be empty. Possibility, possibility, and no, no guarantees of none of this. It's just you know speculation on what could play out if if their agenda is accomplished. So I'm hope I'm wrong though. <laughs> you seen the movie? Uh, you seen the movie? Um, uh, what's it called? It was a new. It was Leave the World Behind. Uh, yeah, Left Behind. Yeah. Yeah, man. Leave I think, behind, yeah, yeah. I, yo, because I, I, I remember you talking about uh, you know the economy, economic crash and all that. And I'm thinking that there's going to be something like that. But, you mm -hmm. know, in New York, like I said, I, th I think we was on here before. We had the migrants and all that coming here. I mm -hmm. think they're going to have everybody because, you know, they got detention camps for the migrants. I think they're going to put everybody in that migrant category. It's either you're going to be, you know, you're going to be with the system, you're going to cop out, or you're going to be in the detention camp, man, FEMA camp, ready to, uh, ready to be treated like a second-class citizen. Yeah, or 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 experimented on for whatever medical purposes they're going to try. Good, so it's yeah, a, a lot of this, a lot of this stuff here, as far as the projections of and possibilities of what could be, have been talked about for decades now. So it's nothing new. <laughs> what we got there? Nah, this is Carol. This is Carol G. Sure, I wanted to show you to show show off my. You know, man, I got a calendar too, man. You know, I'm planning, man. People that don't got plans, I'm yeah, back there, they don't got plans. They're just thinking about the next day, man. You got to plan ahead. Uh, I was gonna say, um, aside from just being treated like um, second-class citizens, I honestly think that uh, you know people don't realize like the people that made this country, the um, mm -hmm. you know the slave owners, the landowners, you know they're selling it out to China, man. So people yeah. people are already paying rent. They pay their rent every month. They don't get that money back. So, yeah. It's, Let it's me ask you a question. Because the wealth is being robbed from us every day. What happened? Now with the, with the with the immigrants, the invasion is happening in the country. You know, of course, New York has welcomed them with open arms. They've been bust up there. 
So do you witness them day to day? You see them at all? It's just like, you know, there's yeah, certain man, parts. Of look, look, man, I, I, the police know, the, the people know. These guys, man, they're coming here. They're, they're, uh, they're not bad. Not all of them are bad. Same way they mm -hmm. say blacks are bad, you know, Spanish people. No, not all of them are bad. They come here. They try to work. They get their little bike. They get their little delivery gig. They might do some maintenance. They might do some food. They might do some, uh, you know, got a lot of migrants, Mexicans with kids. Mm -hmm. uh, Venezuelans, they sell candy. They sell they sell stuff on the train. But it's not what they think it is, man. It's not it's not any real crime. It's not any real funny stuff. But what I'm saying is the people that are here don't get those same benefits. So people that are here right. don't get free housing. They don't get free food. They right. don't get a stimulus check from the government because they don't even have uh, the same benefits. You know, these people are getting benefits here. And it's not like there's a classism going on because they people a lot of times people don't realize that the classism is true. You know, the, the way capitalism works, somebody has to work, somebody has to make a product so that somebody right. that already has money, already has worked, right. you know, not uh, pun intended, right. or <laughs> can switch over. Like somebody can be sitting there uh, like a rapper. Rapper could sit there, have no actual talent. You know, these rappers mm -hmm. don't got no talent. Right. And they'll sit there and they'll be able to go buy jewelry. They'll be able to go buy maybe the mess the best crafted best crafted suit you can uh uh uh, uh tail tail what's that a tailor can make yeah yeah but that tailor won't even be able to afford the same suit you know <laughs> i just hope these people know what to buy when the time comes yeah well hey man i appreciate you appreciate you checking in with me man good to meet you and definitely continue to do what you do stay prayed up and yeah more power to sure, you man, man. thanks Thank for calling man. be good yeah good stuff man um yeah, it's good to connect with people, man. In New York, good old New York. Yeah, phone lines are open. You see the number, give me a call or the link to the face to face is in the bio. Let me know in the description. Let me know what's going on. And uh, yeah, let's keep it moving. Uh, what else we got here? There's a lot of other topics I want to touch on, man. Let me see here. Uh, what else? I, what I, should I do it? I don't know. What else we got going on? If you have it, definitely hit the thumbs up button. Show your support for the channel and we'll continue to remind people of that just because I'm not sure if it helps anymore. But then again, when I check out the stats on the back end, it does help to know the people who do drop in, hit that thumbs up and show a little love. So, OK, here's another little topic. Uh, let me see. here. Let me see here. Um, this is another topic I think is worth touching on. It looks like so this is the official documentation from the office of Texas governor. Governor Abbott issues a statement on Texas constitutional right to self-defense. So this came out today, Gregory Abbott, today on Texas constitutional right to defend and protect itself as President Joe Biden continues to attack Texas and refuse to perform his duties to secure the border. The executive branch of the United States has, has a constitutional duty to enforce federal laws, protecting states, including immigration laws on the books right now. So basically, He's letting D.C. know that they're failing at their job, which is on purpose. So therefore, if they won't defend his state, he has to do it himself. So what does that mean? He is continuing to move forward. So here's another little excerpt. It says Governor Abbott has declared his state is under invasion, citing Biden's failure to enforce immigration laws and record influx of illegal immigrants exceeding six million in three years. He asserted that Texas has a constitutional right to defend itself. And so that's what they're going to do. So more wires and more, um, 
you know, I guess uh, self-defense is what it's called. So here's the next question is that as long as this invasion, as it's being stated, continues to take place, that basically means that the U.S. is at war. Like, you know, one of our states are, are is being invaded by foreigners, even though it's not a military action. But once again, a good I would assume a good chunk of those people coming across from wherever they have military experience and they could low-key be military troops, just not in uniform, disguised as civilians until they get here. And then they get that gear and they ammunition and whatever for whatever else they sent here for. So technically speaking, those could be soldiers coming through right now. We won't know. So at what point do Texas say enough enough? And then we start talking about seceding from the union or whatever type talk that was talked about a couple of years ago. So could Texas be forced to really consider whether or not they want to remain a part of this chaos? So we'll see. But, uh, Mr. Yashaba, back at us again. What's going on, my friend? Hey, Mike. It's uh, my birthday today, so I'm wishing myself happy a happy birthday. birthday on your program. Happy uh, birthday, man. Thank you. I wanted to ask a question about the show tonight. Your abbreviation that you're talking about, that chart, BT, I'm not familiar with what that stands for. And mm. is that different than the overnight reverse repo market and i put a chart link in the telegram or in the chat i'd like you to take a look at that overnight reverse repo and just talk about it could that mm -hmm. mean that there is actually less demand for the what we'll call the naughty window which may indicate that banks are in better shape i i don't know i'm, I'm just throwing this out there Okay, good question. So right here on the screen, let me pull this up here. Give me one second. Uh, let me put you in this as well. So right here, this is the BTFP. This is that special purpose vehicle that was created in March of last year when the banks in Silicon Valley Bank, First Bank, all went under. And they created a program to provide liquidity to banks that were underwater as the Debt obligations were coming due. People were withdrawing their funds. They needed their funds back. So the currency was basically lent to these banks in the form of them being able to deposit the underwater debt obligations, i.e. bonds, to them in exchange for cash to make whole on deposits. So this is the program I'm talking about where it was designed for smaller banks, but I assume a lot of big banks have been taking advantage of oil. So this is what is supposed to come to an end in its current form in March. And then to the reverse repo situation, which is what a lot of people talk about that kicked off in September of 2019. No, no, that's the, that's the repo market. The reverse repo market uh, is the influx of funds that were giving to the banks when all the stimulus, the, was it three, whatever, three, four, five, whatever trillion it was, came into the banks. They then took the capital, put it in the Federal Reserve account situation. That ended up becoming the capital that was left on hand, earning interest on behalf of the banks. And then them withdrawing it is what's happening right now. You know what I'm saying? So it's, 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 so whatever, is it six, six, was it 600 billion or 600 billion or so left now? And so to my knowledge, to my knowledge, the funds that have been draining from that particular uh, format there has been used for a variety of reasons, I'd assume, which happens to be the stock market we're seeing rally right now, the share backs, uh, the stock buybacks that all the companies are experiencing the banks are doing and so it has a purpose to it now but i don't think it's like i don't i don't think it's going to equate to something good for the banking sector at the end of the day 
It's my in my opinion, but I'm I'm not like an expert in this, but that's just me putting together all the things I've gathered. So if you can bring that chart up because it's dropping significantly, and I thought that I heard Rafi, the um, end game investor, do a program or have a chart on this dropping, and, and it kind of corresponds with that March date that you're discussing on the other side of this yeah with, let the, me... with the charts that you've brought up today yes this is the chart i wanted you to comment on it what's what's it tell us so this is so from march march 16 2021 all the way through so march 16th 2021 this was uh during the this was it probably it, this probably was the the, for the first or the second you know, stimulus, but we had the we had the care act, the carrying act, the whatever the acts were. It's like three or four or five different acts that was passed as a part of the stimulus measures to get liquidity into the market, to prop things up, to get checks to everybody. So as that currency was brought into existence, it was flooded into the banks. And so this so these funds, to my in my in my understanding, was the the total accumulation of funds that was being parked now from the balance sheet of the banks into the coffers at the federal reserve. And they were earning interest on this. They they were earning way more interest than it was to keep it, you know, in their own coffers, not doing nothing, not earning anything. So they gave it back to the fed. So as the, as the stimulus, as the stimulus packages came with all the Q, the, what is it does cares act, this act, that act, all that checks start, they start putting the funds here and it peaked in January ish. This is the highest it got. December 30th, 2022, and then the banking situation happened right about here in March. So the banking situation happened. Banks start having problems. You know, the, the 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 big banks are underwater now. So now they're starting to drain some of this capital that belongs to them because it was what they have. It's deposit all depositors funds for the most part, but they're starting to drain this now. In my opinion, to meet obligations on their end as they're experiencing trouble because. The big banks' funds are here, but the small regional banks are the, on the other graph. They're the one borrowing now from the from the new BTP, BTFP fund, and which is sending that upwards. So the big banks are drawing, withdrawing, and the smaller banks are borrowing more. You get, can I get what I'm saying? No. Okay. So, <laughs> so okay, let me try to summarize it. So, I, as I'm talking this out, I'm trying to make sure it makes sense to myself as well. So these, this represents the holdings of the J.P. Morgans, Goldman Sachs, the, the big boys, the, the GCIPs, where all the deposit funds flow during the stimulus checks. It all happened to flow its way to the big banks. The big banks took their funds, parked it at the Federal Reserve. So this is what we're looking at here. At the peak of this, it was $2.29 trillion that was parked at the Fed, which were depositors' funds from the two big-to-fail banks-ish. As the banking crisis started to happen, they started withdrawing from the Federal Reserve account that they were receiving interest on to meet obligations on their end. The big banks. Why? 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 Yeah. Commercial real estate's underwater, and they still insolvent because the the the, the, bond, the bond issue is underwater. So they they're getting a that the mark to market. They're getting a, they're getting an escape there, and there's probably other things. The derivatives they got to cover. Um, you know, swap line. I mean, this for a lot of things I don't even know about. I would assume they have to cover with these funds that they're now withdrawing. I don't know. I, I, I'm not too savvy in that regards there. 
But go ahead. So what does it mean when it gets to zero? That's where a lot of people are making a big fuss about it. I'm thinking like this was all stimulus induced currency came out of nowhere to make it appear that the economy was stable because this is depositors funds in a sense. So when they get back to zero, will we be at an equilibrium or something like that to where, because, you know, once again, we, everybody still got deposits, but there's no real current, there's not enough currency there to meet obligations for those depositors there. And then the bond market is the primary bloodline of the banking system and they're still underwater. So it's going to be a lot of insolvencies, a lot of debt does not made good on and, I, I I don't know. <laughs> That's where I think we all find out. <laughs> yeah. But it's supposed, supposed to be around March ish. So between this going down, however low it goes, and then this basically coming to a halt, like literally they're saying come March 11, because it's been it's been going up incrementally since. So this is this is November November of last year. They've been every every week they've been taking out billions, 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 billions. and all of a sudden in two months they're supposed to say nope. No more funds for regional banks and smaller banks and whoever else was allowed to. I think some institutions, I think one or two foreign companies or foreign entities were allowed to get in here, too. So I don't think that I don't think they published a full list of comp or of institutions that were allowed in on this, because this is literally like a this is like a, a lifeline that was ex that was extended for the year and it's come to an end. So once again, this is all they're all they're, they're making this up on the fly like. This is all emergency type measures to keep the system from being exposed for what it is. The fact that there's nothing there but ones and zeros on screens. <laughs> okay, so say that this continues. Do you see a lot of regional banks folding because they don't have access to the capital? I do. I would say that would be the case because it, because there have been a consolidation of banks already. Like, I mean, I mean you, you know, but like, it was 30,000 20 years ago. Now it's like 15,000. And then if this event unfolds with this liquidity crisis that appears to be in the works, there might go from 10,000 now, how many of there is now to down to 3,000. And those 3,000 being like predominantly GCF type banks and their subsidiaries or something like that. So I don't okay. know. Well, I mean, thinking about this a little bit deeper, do we know these regional banks on what they're insuring? Because that FDIC amount, remember when that came out that basically they, they don't have that much in the, the cookie jar to yeah. help out? So wouldn't they have to, if it's not insured, wouldn't they have to go to the Federal Reserve and, and create more currency? Um, I would assume that to be the case i would imagine but they, they can't just loosely willy-nilly create with no congressional approval they, they at least they weren't supposed to back in the day but then every event that occurs in the economy the federal government steps in and say we need to get funds to the people now we got the uh you know you know get you know whatever act you know the you know get money to the people act 2020 2025 get money to the people act we need to borrow four trillion dollars. Okay, we'll borrow it, but who's going? Who's going? Who's going to receive any of that? China not coming, Russia not coming, and people not coming to acquire that debt. So hell, let's we're going to just send it right to the Fed. We'll send it to the to the uh, open market. Let the banks that are part of the Federal Reserve cahoots they'll they'll get they'll borrow the debt from us, and then they'll take it to the Fed. The Fed will monetize it. They'll send it back, deposit it to our accounts at all the GSIBs. 
and then we'll get people checks. <laughs> that's that's kind of how it always has gone, according to the way I've been following this stuff. So, well, some of these regional banks are publicly <laughs> traded. You'd think that you'd almost be taking a short position on them. And uh, people who know how and are waiting on stuff like this to happen, believe me, like it's going to be a, a a lot of opportunity for people who are, you know, specialized in that field. There. So, but then again, it's a gamble because. We could assume that there's a lifeline to all these banks that are probably going to be unwound at some point. But then again, we can't determine who's going to be the winners and losers. They do, just like uh, Wells, uh, not Wells Fargo, but uh, the banks that you know were chosen to be disposed of during the great financial crises. They pick one by one, like who you know we don't want you around, so bam, you blow up. We'll, we'll take your assets for ten cents on a dollar. And regional banks, we'll take your assets for you know five cents on a dollar. Bring it our way, you know what I'm saying? Because the system's designed for them, in a sense. So, Yeah, absolutely. I mean, they did it with the oil frackers when they broke those guys. They knew the price that they needed oil to be at, at 50 bucks a barrel, and then they just liquidated and took the assets through bankruptcy. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, that seems to be common now. Like, you know, whatever they can do to make it appear that they're helping the people while also, you know, just getting more in their possession and, no, leaving other people high and dry, man. But hey, let me get—I got some more people here. Let me get some yeah, more people, thank man. You. Thank you. Thank, Good night. Thank you. Hey, thanks for calling and bringing that to the forefront. And hopefully, that made some kind of sense to whoever was listening. So, it did. <laughs> thank you. Good night. Yep. Hello. What we got here, man? Yeah, this is um, uh, Maloney Investments. I was telling you about the Phoenix earlier. Okay, Maloney yeah, Investments. How you doing, man? Yeah, I'm. I'm but you can call me Troy from OKC. Troy from uh, OKC. All right. Yeah, man. It's right, nice to finally meet you, man. Uh, yeah, yeah, man. You, uh, you you do a great justice to the community, man. Uh, thank you for all the good work you're doing. No, nah, man, I just wanted to uh, give a quick um, uh, rundown on what I was saying in the chat earlier about mm -hmm. the Phoenix event. Mm -hmm. I'm about a year in. I don't know a lot about it. I'm still doing my research. But, I mean, the evidence is immense. I mean, it's, it's amazing. Um it happens every 38 years, supposedly. The last mm -hmm. time it was supposed to happen was in uh, 1902. Uh, yeah. The evidence uh, and people in the community in the community can actually go do their own research. But in 1902, 1903, 1904 was like the first of every, like all type of different industries, things being created, technologies coming out. All of a sudden in 1902, 1903, 1904. 1902 was the time that the last event was supposed to happen. And I'm talking about mud now, flow. Hold on, hold on one second. Okay, so mm -hmm. so you say event. Like so is this we're talking about the, the solar flares from the from the sun type? They're saying this thing does, like they're saying this thing does everything. I mean, uh diseases, uh solar flare. Um, I mean, takes out all electronics. I mean, anything you can think of, this thing has done in the past. In every so so the Phoenix event, the Phoenix event is what is like labeled. Like, I'm like, I'm looking at the Phoenix. I'm looking at the Phoenix event just to get you know like some type of article or something. But mm -hmm. the type of the Phoenix event, solar flare. And exactly. A lot of people are that. saying it starts as like a red dot in the sky is what some mm -hmm. civilizations of uh, the past that have documented say it starts as a red dot in the sky and it just gets biz bi uh, bigger and bigger as the years go by. And you can start mm -hmm. seeing it from everywhere in the, in the, in the world. And, right. uh, you know, I'm a believer of Christ. You know, I, I, 
I believe in the Bible. I believe in, you know, Christianity. I'm not really a Christian. I don't say I am, but I believe in Christ. I believe in everything he did. I don't think he came to make a religion. I think he came to teach us how to treat each other better, you know, and and honor my father. But besides that, that's my, my little religious kid. But besides that, you know, this stuff is very interesting because like you, like the guys were saying before that we're speaking on here, you know, what are the elites doing? You know, why are they making all these bunkers all of a sudden out of nowhere? Why are they saying great reset in 2030? Why are, are you going to own everything and uh, I mean, own nothing? And, um, and yeah, you know, I mean, all this stuff going on. Like, why is all this happening all of a sudden? And then about a year ago, I hear about the Phoenix event and I start going down this rabbit hole of the Phoenix event. And I'm like, dude, this has happened many and many of times before mm-hmm. and nobody's talking about it. And uh, it's, it's kind of weird, but uh, what I was going to tell you guys when I get off uh, my uh, is archaics, I, I don't know if you're okay with me uh, uh, shouting out another um, YouTube it. channel, but okay. archaics, his name is Jason. He's the guy Jason. that started, and this guy's done so much uh, research, it's insane. I mean, anybody that debates this guy, I, I pray for him, you know, but he believes in Christ as well, and uh, I mean, he... Everything he's saying is with this Phoenix event is biblical. It's all biblical. It's all based in everything that Christ was saying when he said, I'm coming from the sky and you'll see me from the sky. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, it all leads to this Phoenix event. And they're oh, saying what's May, what's his name? May of 2040. His name is Jason. And the name of the um, YouTube channel is RK. That's A-R-C-H-I. I'll put it in the chat. I I forget okay. how to spell it, but yeah, archaics. And uh, I mean, he's from the time when basically humans first began to the to now. He's basically broke it all down, and it's all uh, uh, chronological. Okay. So everything is being done off of calendars, and they're okay. saying the calendar that we go off of, Mike, is not the right calendar. And the right. reason why is is the elites know about this event. That's going to happen every three uh, hundred and thirty eight years mm-hmm. and they don't want us to know about it, but they know about. it. OK, somebody says, yeah. Mike, put it. OK, so TB, I see you. I'm, I'm not ignoring you. Uh, Will it says uh, somebody says, Mike, put it in 1902 Phoenix, 1902 Phoenix. So I'm going to see what comes up with that. Oh, no. So that's what like 1902 Phoenix. Let's see what happens. Let me see. The first skyscraper, here. the first skyscraper, uh, skyscraper in the world was made in 1902. 1902, uh, and it literally so, has a phoenix on the building. <laughs> it's okay. just it's weird stuff like that. It's just uh, so phoenix. So so am I? So I'm gonna spell it the same way as well because I. You can spell it the way Phoenix is spelled, like Phoenix, Arizona. Yeah, that's, that's what I've been doing, but I ain't, yeah. I ain't been getting much. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm trying to – that's what I was kind of trying to explain a while ago. Like, when I did my own research beyond what Archaic or Jason has put out for you to look for, you yeah. can't find this stuff anywhere. And like he said, it's all off of uh, the calendars. So the calendars that we're going off of, they're not even the real calendars. Uh, supposedly, wow. yeah, they're – you know, we go off of the sun. That's how we say our day is a day and, you know, our year is a year. It's all, they went off of moons back in the day, like yeah. back in old, they use, old, they, they use astrology. They use astrology heavily because that's all they had. So exactly. yeah, we, we've been reduced to depending upon NASA and exactly. people who 
have telescopes to look up in the sky, but they and didn't have that type of technology. Totally. And they're telling us what they want us to know. I mean, right, I don't right. like you were saying the other day, you made a good point the other day. I was listening. You said none of us has never been out of space and none <laughs> of us have ever been to the bottom of the ocean. I think right. you were saying two, it's just like we're going off realize. of what these people are telling us. We're just going off right. what they're telling us. You know, I get tired of people who, you know, I'm one of those people who have, I have an open mind. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying the world is flat. I'm not saying the world is round, but I'm saying mm-hmm. I don't know because I've never been out to the outer space to see around earth or to right. see a flat earth i don't know it takes it like, takes so. it takes faith it takes faith <laughs> to believe something you have not seen exactly and it, it's, it's easier to do in a natural realm when uh somebody with a phd say that this is real oh, okay sure but then when you look at a book that's you know been here before me and you and everybody else and we say no nah, then i gotta really he didn't really rise from the dead come on man that's exactly. that's fictional oh, okay, exactly well, you gotta believe in something, so <laughs> well go well, well go back to the moon. Just show us that you that you can go back to the moon. Just show us that. Just show yeah, and, and <laughs> you the, know the next mission, the next mission that they announced was is postponed to 2026. You they made that point the other day. Exactly. exactly. So, hey. They can't prove it. They can't prove it, you know, and it's just you know, but that was really my kick. I just wanted to kind of get the community's minds going because you know, all this stuff is happening real fast for us. And a lot of people are just kind of confused. And, you know, when I first found out about the Phoenix, like I said, it kind of just dotted every T, uh, dotted every I and crossed every T for a lot of things I've been thinking in my life, you know, as far as like religion and everything, you know, so. Oh, yeah. yeah. Here, is this the channel here? That's Archaics. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm telling you guys, I mean, everything he talks about, he verifies it with uh, research and, you know, uh, just you know all the stuff that the astrologers and everybody goes off of from the past he uses mm-hmm. that stuff but he uses stuff that actually like is verifiable he doesn't just okay. go off of you know just you know his own opinion he goes off of what people in the past have wrote down from these ancient civilizations and he yeah. makes sense of it it's just like the all sphinx right. he showed a video the other day of the sphinx and mm-hmm. a lot of people don't know this but the sphinx the head doesn't even match the body. I didn't even realize this until he showed it. And I'm like, wow, the head definitely is too small for the for the uh the body of the of the statue. Just uh-huh. look at it. It's, it's weird. But what they're saying is all this stuff was uh from these cataclysms from this Phoenix mm-hmm. event that happens every uh 138 years, mm-hmm. it it buries everything. Oh uh, yeah. So and I've seen I've seen a lot of video footage now of like, you know them did doing excavations and seeing different layers of buildings is like exactly yeah so i've seen they okay, haven't so. even been to the bottom of the pyramids they haven't even been to the bottom of the speed they don't they don't really know what they're looking at they're they're just uh, discovering things you know like yeah. we're all discovering things as we go with the technology that we have you know yeah those pictures make me think so like, it, it's it is it, it's always something to make you say huh like what have what have they literally how have they rewritten history Exactly, and And that's why the truth hurts. But then again, we may not find out much, but just all takes just a little bit to blow your mind. You know what I'm saying? So that's why you know. I I think with the information, I think with the information age where we're at, Mike, I think like this new generation coming up, they just have so much information at their fingertips. You won't be able to lie to you won't be able to lie to them like they were in the past. Or to be easier to lie because now you can make it up artificially with AI and everything between. So you won't even know who's real on the other end. Yeah, and I was gonna say, let's say internet was probably a psyop from the beginning. 
Oh, 100 percent. I've talked about that before, like how the military literally came up with the Internet purposes for connecting the world for consumption, say 5G on top of that, cell phones to connect us. And I was thinking about this the other day, like even for myself, like I do so much scrolling to where it has literally it has literally ruined my attention span because I can't hold a single thought without like mm-hmm. getting an idea, getting a thought. So mm-hmm. like it, I can't it's hard, it's hard to intentionally dial in if not i'm gone and that's like dog yeah, we're like, all like that we're all yeah, we're all getting turned like that like <laughs> we're all like that you know attention spans like it's just like nothing like my son i i can barely get him to focus and it's just he grew up with tablets and iphones and <laughs> you know <laughs> hey man so, no but i appreciate, appreciate you mike man. for taking me in man and uh let me talk man and um I'll and i'll get off of here and let you get some more calls man appreciate you man nice to meet thank you thank you you too yeah. man Bye-bye. Yeah, good stuff, man. Oh, man. Some good back and forth, man. Yeah, make sure you guys subscribe, man. Hit that thumbs up button. Show your love for the channel. Getting a lot of interesting perspectives tonight, a lot of participation. That's what a talk show is all about. So I appreciate everybody for blessing me with your presence, as always. And the phones are still available. We on here for a couple minutes. You know, I ain't I ain't denying no calls. Feel free to add into the conversation, challenge us or whatever, you know. I'm uh, I'm all game. Oh, what else we got here? Anything else in the chat? Archaic also talks about uh, the seven seven about the seven. The first seal was COVID. The second seal was water. It will be open this year. Um. Okay. I mean, once again, I got you know. I'll, I'll entertain these type of discussions, but once again, like. You know, I just find it hard to believe that it's that clear cut and dry where a, a person has that much biblical discernment where they're calling things as clear cut and dry as like saying that, you know, the, the seals are open. Because when the seals are open, let's not forget the trumpets must sound as well. And I'd, I'd assume that God would definitely want people to take notice. Like, it's not like a okay, they'll know, but then they won't see it. I believe when the tribulation period starts, it's going to be obvious. Like, you know, like it'll be the, the, the things that are planned are scheduled to take place are obvious, like to the point where it ain't going to be no suspicion. Ain't going to be no guessing to this where is just So that's why I'm like, you know, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, I, I don't think we're there yet. I don't think we're there yet. But then again, I know this is all a part of getting there, but I ain't heard a trumpet blow. And also, you know, I'm more of a premillennialist, so I'm like, okay, like, you know, I'm also anticipating on, you know, the Lord returning in the sky and to reclaim what's his, which is his body, a.k.a. the church. And so I, you know, even if I, even if I don't make, even if I don't make the first ride, I don't know nobody else in my circle that, you know, got called up yet. So in, in a good sense, you know what I'm saying? So, but then again, I, so I'm all game. Jeremiah 16, 16, for the elites thinking they will escape in their bunkers. Jeremiah 16, 16. All right, let me pull some scripture up here. And that's the thing, like, you know, I, I, I mean, to be honest with you, you really can't fault them because at the very core of, of our existence is self-preservation. And so if you have either done well in this life or been favored because you've sold your sold your soul and you have millions, billions, trillions, whatever at your disposal, there's a there's a there's this long there's this quest for man to want to live forever. 
and to play God, to be God, to develop the CRISPR, the genome therapy, to try to extend their life. And so those are clearly people who value everything they are based upon what they've accomplished to this point, to where it's only natural that if you have the funds, somebody say, hey, I can help extend your life. I can help build this for you to keep you away from civil war, a nuclear bomb. Sure. I mean, I would do it too if I had type of bread, just because why not? Like it, it'd be a fun experience. I'm sure to be able to build something like that, to have it. And more than likely. And okay. So here's another thing. Oh, okay, man, this is another thing. Ah, oh, let me get this. Here's another. So this is just another little scripture. Uh, Ah, uh, let me see if I can find it. Uh, uh, let me see if I can find it. <clears throat> but anyway, it, it's the it's the verse that has that talks about the wealth of the sinner is laid up for the just. And so, regardless of what man's best efforts are, you know, God has a way of getting what His people need, how they need it, when they need it when they're operating and being led by his spirit and his timing to accomplish what he desires. So even amongst all the chaos, there's something about being in favor or having favor on your life that you can't describe or explain that'll put you in a position where the world around you might be crumbling, but yet you might be doing just fine. And literally, you know, having a testimony amongst all the chaos around the world, that's kind of, the perspective that I would like to have and take and and believe God for, despite all the bunker talk and all this other stuff, just because, you know, I mean, tribulation will come. It's, 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 it has to come. But then again, that doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to impact everybody the same and equally. And that's kind of where I'm like, you know, Lord, you know, help me to remain faithful to your cause and to do your work. I.e., just by keeping your word and just, my love for you on my lips and let the world know, you know what I'm saying? Let me sow some seeds of, 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 of positive biblical revelation through your spirit to others for your glory. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, I'm just rambling at this point. Uh, somebody says call and no answer. Uh, I ain't missed no calls in a minute. Phone is open. I ain't missed no calls. So forgive me if if I if I did miss you. It's not on purpose. It is not on purpose. But due to the fact we are an hour and 24 minutes, that's longer than I've gone in quite some time, but I've been having fun because there's been a lot of participation. And as always, I'm about to get ready to dial it back for this evening. We can go forever. Not forever, for a long time. And I might do that. But then again, if I do that, I'm going to need a lot more participation. I'm going to need you guys to face-to-face me, call me, and blow me up so I'm not here just talking because my thoughts, as you, as you see, I pick up, a, I pick, I sniff, I, sn- I get a thought through the breeze, and I just run with it. <laughs> I do that enough throughout my day. <sighs> All right, well, why is my bunker a casket? <laughs> oh, man. Mason, how you doing, man? Uh, I can't understand why no one is talking about uh, Lahaina, Hawaii, East Palestine. How are these Americans surviving? Um, yeah, those are, you know, so, man, aces up silver. There is literally, my, my actually my father recommended that I actually 
come up with a full billboard chart of all the events that took place in 2023 from January to December that was thrown our way. That is a main, main, main news subject for two or three days. Then they're on to the next and then go back and check up on those events and see where people are at. And cause the Hawaii situation is a problem. I, 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 I do keep up on it somewhat when I see stuff to come across, you know, through the Twitter sphere and how insurance companies aren't allowed people to uh, receive funds from their policies to rebuild because the government has basically taken over our land and said that it's going to be a memorial to where they're not allowing citizens to actually have access to their land, i.e. you own nothing and you'll be happy with it, but they're not happy because they're not getting paid and they can get access to their lands. They're doing fun. They're doing all types of GoFundMe's out there. But once again, they're not even necessarily allowed to go visit their ruins of their residence of their, of their, of their property in some areas. So that, I mean, so it's clearly criminal. It's clearly a part of the whole agenda to build back better and to use these events as natural national examples of what the globalists will love to create with 15 minute cities and restrictive movements and yada, yada, yada. So you guys know this is going. So yeah, there's a lot of things to talk about and that's where like doing a show, we really can't get to everything, but it's just more so today's headlines, whatever gets our attention today and you can build from there. So that's why I depend upon you guys to bring something to the table via topics so we can all stay plugged in. And the biggest thing is like, so this is the biggest thing right now, whatever subject we talk about, whether it's, you know, today's news last week, last year's news, catastrophes, you know, any, any unfortunate event where lives are lost, there's families that are impacted, lives disrupted. And if you're, you know, for my believers, like literally those are things that when it comes to your mind, take it before the Lord in prayer, because prayer does change things. Prayer is the best connection we have with our divine source for him to get involved in earthly affairs. And so take it to him and let's, let's pray on some things personally, you know, add it to your personal prayer list of things to, you know, just put before the throne and let him know that you're aware of it and ask him to guide you and lead you however, and whatever way he wants to. So yeah, let's get into more prayer. Prayer is a, is an action, is an action plan. It's an action step that changes things. If, if the body of Christ in its entirety came together in unity and prayed about certain aspects of civilization, it's good to say God would, you know, intervene in some things. He can't stop it because it's up to us because we are the rulers of this domain, but he can prolong some things or turn things around in our favor. I believe that. I do believe that. All right, people. Uh, yeah, this was fun tonight. I enjoyed myself. Hope you guys have fun. If you haven't hit the thumbs up button, as always, all the information you need, all the resources, all the, you know, everything you need is in the description. Make sure you guys hit the thumbs up, hit the bell, and you know connect with your boy. And if you would like to support the work that I do here, the links are also in the description, and it does help because as I started off talking about, the censorship will pick up. Therefore, you may not get notified even if you hit the bell. <laughs> so, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Bless your boy. I appreciate you. Anyway, be blessed, be safe. I'll see you guys 